0: Welcome to the One Guys Show where we're gonna be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset all without the stress, guesswork and sacrifice that you're used to. Now this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear path to success. So let's dive in. And we're back, team, with another podcast episode with the one guys. And I'm not gonna start it by asking how Hayden Rolf is today, because we do start this and we have a running joke, don't we, Hayden? Um me too. and I think we'll 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 avoid boring you guys of hearing me and Hayden laugh and joke about how we're like, how are you, Hayden? What have you been up to? We know what we've been up to, we know how we are. I'm okay. Hayden's not very well though. Hayden has caught the the winter cold that's going yeah. around.
1: Yeah, it's really random. Like I It actually, do you know how it started? It's I had so Monday, absolutely fine all day, no issue whatsoever. And I went to after I brushed my teeth, get into bed, I sneezed five times, no word of lie, five times. I was like, Oh, am I going for a PB here? I might actually get a a, a sick sneezing. Five sneeze, woke up on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, woke up on Tuesday. I was like, Oh, I feel like really groggy. It's weird. Anyway, did Tuesday, Wednesday, bam, like hit me like really, really hard. Um, Maybe so it's yeah, a sign. so, so random, but like five sneezes and, and I was ill. So like yeah, I, I, do- I literally haven't been out the house.
0: There's no rhyme or reason, is there? Do you know what a weird thing is? My brother has it. We're obviously like allergic to something. I don't know if it's like dust and stuff, but like, I, like we have sneezing fits. My record is 13 sneezes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's madness it's, I don't know what it is I should really go to the docs and ask what it is but you know when you're like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't stress my life out it doesn't make my life any worse it's just that if it happens in public it's embarrassing because they're so powerful right do you know when those sneezes sometimes you can just like hold them in when you're like and you can stop them from happening mate I can't I literally yeah. said it the other day I was like if I stop this my brain's gonna come up my nose like I kid you not like there's no I'm always worried about like my eyes popping out my head it's that powerful honestly
1: yeah, you can't,
0: can't stress Nah. But anyway, we've we've got a guest with us today, guys. And she's just right. sitting here in the in the <laughs> I know what well, this is a treat that we've got two guests in a row. So today we've got a guest, um, and we'll let her introduce herself and we're going to talk about a topic as well. So today we've got Amelia on the podcast. I'll let you introduce yourself, Amelia, so we don't, you know, butch it. So let the listeners and viewers now we're going to be putting this on YouTube. Let the listeners and viewers know who you are, what you do. And what your favorite film is?
2: Oh, yeah, let's do it. So obviously my name's Amelia. I am a online coach. Um, I help my clients essentially love what they see in the mirror again um, without doing low calorie diets to get there. Um, And my favorite film. Okay, this might be.
0: You're being judged.
2: I am (laughs) being judged. Um, The Hangover
0: good show it's a great film but I would not have expected you yeah. to say The Hangover which I, one
2: the first one and I quote I quote I can quote the film that's how much <laughs> I love it
0: really that's so yeah. ra- you know what you know why actually and, and you know we're not we're not sexist on this podcast obviously by any means but I wouldn't have expected A woman to have liked Hangover because it is about three blokes going out, getting booze right up, doing drugs, and going wild, right? Which was the first one? Maybe there's just like a secret Amelia that's like some wild child that wants to get out, and (laughs) and that film is like (laughs) the secret life that yeah, the secret (laughs) life that you want. I'd love to live that party life, but I live the like quiet (laughs) businesswoman life, and that that bit's just like kept at bay. Yeah, Uh, the
2: first one, Hayden. It's where is it Vegas? Yes, Vegas. I love yeah. Shows.
0: yeah, it is it is it is a quality it is a quality film. And yeah, watch. all right, let's all right, before we go into it, let's just do something fun with this one. So before we go we're gonna talk about confidence today today, guys. We're talking about how what confidence is, what confidence means to you, how to build your confidence. Because I think we all can agree here, us three. Every single woman that comes to us struggles with their confidence. When you are not liking what you see in the mirror, you're carrying more body fat than you want to. It does make you feel uncomfortable. It does knock your self esteem. But ultimately, what we want to do is talk about how can you change that, right? Because yes, losing weight, you're naturally going to get more confident. But are there things you can do to improve it? And this is what we're going to kind of look at today. But before we do, I'm now interested. What <laughs> you, like top like not your all like there can be your all time right? But if I was to say right, what are three films that you love? So Amelia, you've got hang right. We're gonna have quick fire, right? It goes Amelia, Hayden, me, and you've got to go. So Amelia's yeah. gone hangover. So now it's your turn, Hayden.
1: Um, uh, I feel like you already know yours. So maybe say yours next.
0: <laughs> I want Oh, uh,
1: oh I, I've got it. Yeah, get sorry. him to the Greek. Get
0: him to the Greek. Oh, random. I like so that. So funny. Um, yeah, one of mine is uh, Wolf on Wall Street. Oh yeah, love it, Amelia.
2: Um. I am going to be that person that says it, the holiday.
0: I knew, I, I, I. could have said that before Sorry, you said it. As soon as you I'm are, not, I'm going to be...
2: I'm not even ashamed. Not even ashamed.
0: <laughs> it, the soundtrack. When I hear that come on, it does feel like Christmas because she's running down the drive. If you don't know what I'm on about, then you haven't watched yeah. it, but you know the, the romanticised part of it is very sweet. Hayden. Uh, the Gentleman. Mm, great film. That's a great film. That is yeah. a good, good film. Good choice. Uh, Interstellar. Oh yeah, that's a good one as well. Love it.
2: Um, Bridesmaids.
0: Yeah, I have seen <laughs> that. On there that. You've got to watch it. It's 100% <laughs> worth watching. It's so
2: funny. Yeah. yeah.
0: as a film, I love films and that is a great one. What's another um, one here? You're getting some film recommendations as well, guys. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're probably not going to, you wouldn't expect this to come out on an out. Nah, let's um, like a random one. The first Transformers
0: Yes. Yeah. So I'm all right. So I'm not going to say one, but Transformers are like one of my favorite. They're brilliant. Yeah. I haven't watched the new one though. I don't know if you have the new. Oh new, new my one. god! I feel. No, I know. I I feel like <laughs> I need to change one of them now. All right. We'll quickly add another one. Then we'll let you have an extra one. The first Jurassic are. Park.
1: <laughs> I was yeah.
0: say, hold on. You love Jurassic Park, Yeah, I fucking okay, love Jurassic cool. Park. So yeah, Transformers, Jurassic Park as well. You know what my random one is? Yo. Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber. I Haven't seen it.
2: Wow. It's I mean, if you, if you get a random one, I want a random one. Yeah, yeah, I was going so, to come
0: to you. Don't worry. We didn't leave you out.
2: Um, the Pursuit of Happiness. Have you seen that one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is yeah. Makes you feel, yeah. It is a quality film. It's like that, and that's seven pounds. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There we go. See, recommendations. Yeah. I had to throw a musical in there and love them. Absolutely love them.
1: While while we're on the round of topic just we'll only get one each, but your favourite ever series, your best ever series.
0: Oh, God. Um, Series? What's in, like, TV series? Uh, Yeah. film series?
1: It it could be film, like, like any kind of series. Okay. Anything that's got
2: multiple seasons. I really liked This Isn't For You Too and you probably have not watched it, but never say never. Um...
0: Emily in Paris but this is probably a women based listening audience so most of the women at home if it's just a so yeah, it be a woman in Paris yeah it's like a is fashion name, thing is her
2: yeah.
0: name Francesca <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
0: mine would have to be um, Oh mate, if you haven't seen it you have to watch it Yellowstone Yellowstone on uh, on Paramount Plus. It's absolutely like I promise you now, you two and anyone listening, if you haven't watched it, it's literally something that if someone was like a series that you've watched that everyone would love, Yellowstone. You will be absolutely hooked. All well, my mates have watched it. It's like uh, It's about. then they've even done prequels and sequels with different ones now. Um, so Yellowstone is all basically about um, a family that owns a part of land in the Yellowstone, um, and it's about the kind of like fight between kind of cowboys and Indians, and to do with land and and money and stuff like that. But it is it is brilliant. Like interesting, you'll want to be a cowboy after. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I'm saying. All I'm saying is it is it really old school. Uh, no, it's kind of modern day. They do do old school one. They do do one that's like nineteen. 19- 72, and then they do 1921, which is the history of the Dutton family, like all those times when they first travelled to that... Pe- oh, mate, it's, it's, it's epic, and it's got some real good characters in it as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, gotta watch it. Noted. Mm, mm. Um, my
1: top one is really hard. Really hard, but <clears throat> I'm probably... That's probably got
0: to be Ozark. Oh, so good, so so yeah, good. Probably Loved Ozark. It. And you know what's weird is one of my clients is um, went to the Ozark and was on the lake and stuff. Recently. Really? And I was like, I'm not gonna be that like geek who's like, oh my god, have you seen Ozarks? Because I'm like, I'm not gonna be that guy. You know, I'm trying to hold my reputation here. Oh, but from, me, from us that's like watched it, we don't live in America. We're like, yeah, down at the Ozarks and stuff. And I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably. I did. I did really like. Um,
1: uh, what's it called? The. Um, I'm gonna just put it out
0: there because we're watching it as well. You just can't beat the Harry Potters.
1: I yeah. I I can't. I there's something about Harry Potter that I can't
0: get into. Oh
2: man, oh, I love. I, I'm like I a do. kid. Yeah. I like Harry Potter. But like
0: my inner child, I watch it and I'm kid you not. It's like you sit and watch it and it it makes you feel like a, do you, do you get this meaning when I say this? It makes you feel like a kid. Like I sit there like a kid and I get excited about like magic and flying and all this stuff. And you just feel like a little kid watching this and just like, I just go into like five year old Ryan.
2: And then, yeah. the, and then it finishes and then you're like, next, I want the next one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're like, it's all over. <laughs> and it's emotional yeah. as well. Anyway, yeah. go on. Sons <laughs> of Anarchy, that was it. Haven't, wa- haven't watched that.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that.
0: Well, also, t- there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, it's made, we're yeah. going to pause there so we can go on and on and on. Um,
2: confidence we're talking about series. Yeah, so back to
0: confidence so <laughs> with regards to confidence of series you know with it ones you know ozark and emily in paris and uh the yellowstone 100 go check those out um today we're going to talk about uh, yeah as we said confidence so confidence by definition is the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something and i think for us it's all about self you know self-confidence is something that we struggle with it's about having the belief and confidence in ourselves to do something um and when it comes to obviously weight loss one of the reasons is to why we want to do it is because we want to have more self-confidence right our weight and the way we look dictates our ability to feel confident in a multitude of different areas in life so what i suppose let's start here what does confidence mean to you, Amelia? And how have you experienced it as a coach with your clients? How do you typically see it come come up, uh, if that makes sense?
2: Well, I would 100% say that it is something that pops up on every call that I have, or it, it, even in general in life with people. Like, people want confidence. I'd say, I I'd Definitely from a woman's point of view, I don't know, as opposed to a male's point of view, but for me I I struggled with confidence so I feel like but it's one of those words that I find that just gets like thrown out there and it's like I don't think there's like a secret like a thing that builds confidence you know how like people are like oh you can like look in the mirror and like say to yourself like or write down like affirmations about yourself like I don't feel like that builds confidence um but in regards to like where i started like i was as you both know i used to be a dancer in i
0: was going to say let's start there because yeah. for someone that said they struggle with confidence you used to be a professional dancer on stage so tell us a little bit about yeah. that
2: but but that's where i find that it goes it goes it goes wrong and even in the terms of like instagram and you see like highlights of of people like put me up on a stage, I would dance in front of like 5,000 people. Absolutely fine. Would perform, would do the silliest stuff. Like absolutely fine. Did not bother me. But as soon as like you put me in a room with people like one-to-one, I couldn't even look up at people and make eye contact and have conversations or look up and have a photo taken of myself because I lacked that confidence in that. So... And that's why I say, like, you could see your favourite influencer. She looks really great and she looks really confident. But if you put her in a room having to make conversations with people face-to-face, like, would they be able to do that? And I f- find that we can perceive confidence as being one thing, but w- what actually is it? Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, 100%. What's,
1: uh, what's really interesting is, so I remember seeing on, uh, so there's, a, there's an event in the fitness industry called like ifs and they've got like their own page it's like international fitness summit is it is that what it is <laughs> um and i saw amelia well i saw someone that was dancing in, it must have been like it looked like a couple hundred people there was a massive circle like a huge circle and there was someone dancing and i was like I recognize that person. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's Amelia, which is crazy, right? It's, and this is like a, a, what you're alluding to, is saying that you have the confidence to go and do like a dance-off with s- some random person in the middle of an event, um, maybe a few drinks in, a little bit more confident, but you have the confidence to do that. Um, and it's crazy then to hear you say that actually, if you then get into a room with one-to-one person, it's, uh, it's not so much what in your what do you feel is going on with that like why do you why do you feel that's the case
2: well um I definitely wouldn't say it's the case anymore but would have been the case but what was the case then I think it was just because I I just didn't experience that much stuff of like putting myself in that uncomfortable position of speaking to people or doing things mm. I think for me the thing yeah. that made me grow and build confidence was actually the fact that we went into kind of lockdown and then I did the I made the Instagram was doing like lives speaking on my story all the time And putting myself in such an uncomfortable position that that's where the confidence grew. So then I was then able to go and have conversations with people or do things because I'd done those hard things. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And that, that's what it is. And Chris Williams said this, and I don't know if any of you were going to, if you might have already been like, I was going to say this. (laughs) Is
2: it the affirmation thing?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't build confidence by shouting affirmations in the mirror. You build confidence by stacking undeniable proof of who you, you are, who you say you are. And the, the key that I want to say there is, is that proof, right? The reason as to why we lack confidence, you know, whether it is confidence in just our ability to do something, you know, like our ability to lose weight. The reason as to why we lack confidence is because we have no proof that we can do it prior. If you have no proof stacked up that you can do something or you are who you say you are, well, of course you're not confident because you have no proof. We need proof in life like with everything, that something works, that we are, you know, you say that you're the best women's weight loss person in the world, right? I wrote that on the board. I remember I wrote that on the board, right? Here's the fun thing about confidence. I, remember I wrote that on the board to build the best women's weight loss program in the world. I wrote it on the board. And I remember when I first wrote it, I was like, ah, oh, that seems really silly. I might take it down. I was always embarrassed, right? But as the time's gone on now over the years, the more transformations I've gone through, the more women we've helped, the more... Other coaches that we've helped on their journey to build their businesses, I now truly believe that we can build one of the best online coaching businesses for women in the world. I do now truly believe that, but I only believe that because I've had to build up the confidence in regards to the actual proof that we are who we say we are. Does that make sense? Oh,
2: 100%. Like, I don't feel like there's a special when i when i when it clients come into me and they're like oh i want to build confidence there's not like some special formula that you give to them of like mm. this is how to build confidence it is literally get like having them do the hard stuff doing the yeah. steps and doing the things that are things that build them up to actually be yeah. like losing weight and then look back and be like oh my god i've lost that weight and that's where the confident confidence comes from
0: yeah. Yeah. It, it's taking action, isn't it? It's taking action on those things. So Ultimately, you go a week of doing steps. I guarantee your confidence, your ability to improve in the, the, your ability to actually lose the weight and get to your goal goes up because you've now just provided yourself with proof that you can do it, right? Rather than sitting back and all you've got is these negative experiences prior. Go on, Hayden. I know you're going to say something. Yeah, I was going to say as
1: well, like I think a lot of like a lack of confidence, stress, worry, all of those things are also unmet measures. So measures that you are putting yourself against someone else. So let's say, for example, um, you're, you're feeling a lack of confidence in a room or you're feeling a lack of confidence in a conversation. It may be because of that unmet measure that you have of yourself in that situation. So, you know, when let's obviously relate this to like nutrition and fitness and feeling like uncomfortable in the clothes or, um, not having a confidence to go out and and wear these favorite clothes is because your unmet measure is that someone is like, that's how you should be looking. So Mm -hmm. you feel like, so if it's like comparing a dress, right. This is like what marketing do very, very well. They create these measures of like what you should look like, what the influencers do it very well, right? This is why you will never, ever see an overweight guy on a supplement brand because that's the measures that then they're they're getting people to meet. Whereas you see people with these six packs and stuff like that and the person on the other side of the consumer, you're comparing your measure to that. And mm-hmm. that's where the lack of confidence, I believe, comes from is because it's an unmet measure of thinking what you should look like or what you should be like. Mm-hmm. And it's the same of like personality, right? Like, I'd almost argue to somewhat degree is we were just talking about you standing in the middle of that, um, that dance floor with that, that hundreds of people around you. Well, you've got a measure of being a professional dancer. Like that's confidence in your area of zone, right? There's, there's no unmet me- measure there for you. Mm. Put yourself previously in a room of like a one-to-one conversation, then all of a sudden you're like, "What does this person think of me?" Like, "What the- did you see? What I mean?" And then that's where like the lack of confidence then kicks in yeah. because of the the unmeasure. That's my theory mm. on some of it. And stumped you.
0: <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know if Amelia was going to talk. But no, no.
2: I agree with that massively. I never thought of it like that. So no, yeah. And
0: you're you're totally right because the thing is, is ultimately you can be confident in anything you just need to stack up you need to stack up proof right but what happens like hayden said is you set these like expectations you can sometimes like set these expectations or these unrealistic goals which then actually just like stack votes against you being confident in that that area right if you ultimately hadn't had any dancing lessons and i went to go on a dancing competition or i applied to work at pineapple dance studios in london for example right why well, i'm stacking up evidence that i'm not a confident dancer because i'm throwing myself in unrealistic un um, massively over exaggerated places where, yes, I don't, I'm not going to get that that reinforcement. Do you know what I mean? But confidence is also a feeling, is what I would argue as well. Because I could be the worst dancer in the world, but I could be heavily confident just because I've got so much strength inside of me in regards to like my own belief system that I ultimately believe confidence into reality. So what I mean by that is like ultimately, yes. You might not be confident wearing that dress because you've worn it and you've felt unconfident out there. But there's no actual measurable thing that's ever been like, you are not confident. That's how I measure it. You measure it on a feeling. Well, a feeling is actually just something that you base yourself because we all know that, you know, and and maybe it's because of it's an expectation of how you are as as like the quote unquote fat friend, right? You're the fat friend who's frumpy, who is insecure, who's blah, blah, blah. Right. Because we could sit here and list off prior preconceived conceptions as to what someone who overweight struggles with because ultimately it almost becomes this identity, right? Whereas we all also know, I know people that are overweight, but that have skyrocket confidence. They'll wear that dress. They'll wear that bikini and they won't care. Have they done anything special? No, they've just believed and told themselves that they're confident because there's nothing to tell them otherwise, right? There's nothing actually that's that's rating their confidence apart from you yourself. So this is why I think you have to realize about confidence actually is quite an internal thing externally, which I want to kind of allude to with the media in a second, is social media and external influences do impact that with societal expectations. But confidence can come at any point. Arguably, if you're good at something or something is socially acceptable, you know, if you are um, thinner or if you are good at dancing, your confidence is going to be there because you have the proof and you know it. But ultimately, there's nothing to say that just because you're bad at those things, you can't be confident in those things, right? Because your actual ability. Is yes is a driver in regards to like your rating of comp but you can be not good at something, but still be like I could be the worst BMX in the world, but I could have the confidence or maybe the idiocracy to to go to a skate park with a BMX and try and jump a big jump, mate. I could be confident in it doesn't mean I'm any good at it, right? So it does come to your beliefs, and and this is what I want to. I don't know if any of you want to chime in on that part. I was going to start to talk about societal yeah, expectations.
1: Yeah, I do have something into into that. Like if <clears throat> the thing is is I think a lot of people look at it as confidence as one identity. And people are like, you're either a confident person or you're not a confident person. Yet, if we speak to our clients, right, and arguably a lot of clients that come to us, the majority of them aren't that confident, or they tell us that they don't feel confident themselves. Yet, let's say I have someone that is, I don't know, let's say they're like a, a journalist or whatever it is. Well, if I put them in a situation of like something to do with being a journalist, like writing an article, they are the most confident person in the room. That's, that's that thing. They can smash that. But mm-hmm. then you put them in a room of comparing confidence against wearing a certain piece of clothing. Well, maybe they don't feel so confident. But I feel like so many people as well, they label confidence as this one thing. It's like, I am not a confident person across yeah. the board. Like the identity as I'm not a confident person. Yeah. When Like if I, I, I think about it myself I as well, it. like when you were talking, I was like, put me in like a football dressing room at like, our, our sports club, like I'm a confident person. Put me uh, on the footprints, so a confident person. Put me in a social situation where makes I'm a confident person. Put me in a room without alcohol, in like a different, do you see what I mean? In like a different setting. Am I a confident person? I'd mm-hmm. probably argue like I'm more of a introvert. And then there's yeah. there's certain situations where I look at my life where I'm like, I'm really, really fucking confident at that thing. Mm-hmm. But then I'm really not so confident at this other thing here.
2: I would also say in the sense of, I don't know if you find it when it comes to women in, in weight loss is like, they go into it saying, I'm, I'll never lose weight. I'm, I'm always going to be overweight. I'm, I think it's also having that mindset on what you were saying, Brian is like already, you're almost already setting yourself up to fail because you've already told yourself in your head that you're mm-hmm. not going to lose the weight or you're mm-hmm. overweight or you're that as you you said earlier that that bigger friend like you're always going to be that person and i feel like to what we were saying about um sn- stacking up that that proof like you have to switch that mindset to begin with to actually to start tired. to build the proof do you know what i mean
0: mm. yeah yeah 100 yeah because you you need yeah you need to put yourself into those situations to be able to build the stack of undeniable proof that you are who you say you are or you you can do what you say you can do right we, you know, it's a prime example. I'm thinking of here. We've all seen those people that say they're like really good at football, and they come. Hey, and you can think about. It. We've had these people that are like really good at football, big it all up. They come to football training, um at, <laughs> and they come to football training. They play a fully a full eleven a side match, and it's. Very, I know someone in particular who's quite good at five a side football, which is like small teams in a small area they've come to play 11 aside football, totally different ball game. They were confident, but you got them on a pitch, their confidence dropped because they're not in their area of expertise. They're not in their comfortable zone. But arguably, if he kept playing 11 aside, he would get confidence because he's got the underlying skills. He would build the confidence the more he does something, right? I think it's just, we're so concerned with failure quite often. And I think social media has a part to play in it because ultimately it's just known that like, if you're overweight, you're not confident, right? Because you don't look at how people expect you to look like. And, this is what i want to kind of like how do you feel social media the media and and social expectations play into women's confidence negatively and and or positively um in regards to that amelia
2: um i think it, as i said before like it has some some good and some bad things to do with it because obviously if you do see <clears throat> your favorite influencer and she's posting a photo where she looks confident or she's doing that, but actually you don't see the struggles that they're facing when they may have to go and walk into a room and speak Mm. to people. And actually they put on that front for social media. I feel like that doesn't help the situation um, Mm. and can have an effect on people thinking that, oh, well, she's got all that confidence and she must have that by being by and by looking like that. Like, I, I don't feel like, even that you could be the most toned, sexy person ever, that person still may have fa- have factors of where they lack confidence. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> I think it comes back,
1: it. back to, sorry. <coughs> no, 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 go, yeah, yeah, go. I was just going to say, like, it comes back to that unmet measures again, doesn't it? Of like, especially when you're comparing like social media and you're saying, <clears throat> I don't know what rails you're going down of social media in... in in some regards, but let's just use an influencer, right? You've got an influencer that you aspire to be this person. Like a lot of a lot of people, right? Is is they follow influence on social media because they either want to look like them, they want to be like them, they want to do some sort of thing, and this is this is part of the problem because again, it comes back to that unmet measure of them feeling like, okay, for me to be able to do X, I have to look like X. For me to be able to look like X, I have to do X. And it's like, okay, well, this is where the lack of, lack of confidence then kicks in because inevitably, and this is what I always say is like, when inevitably, when you, like comparisons are the thief of joy, right? And every time you compare yourself or you have an unmet measure of like what you think you should be, there's going to be friction caused because reality is like every everyone's lifestyle is very, very different. Like, I'd argue, you know, like for, for mine and Ryan's, fat loss journeys are going to be very very different like I don't have a child I don't have a kid that I have to be responsible for um and unpredictable wake up times like you know juggling when your partner has to be somewhere else you've got to look after maybe like all of these things well that gives Ryan a massive disadvantage in comparison to me if we were going to be comparing like results and stuff because I've got the more flexibility and freedom to go out and do some more steps. I've got the flexibility and freedom to potentially be able to like eat for myself and not have to worry about anyone else, but all of these things. But again, you don't see it on the front end because if you just looked as Ryan as an influencer, you would see okay, well, he does X, he does Y. And then people would try and replicate that. But people, people are trying to compare themselves without really actually knowing like the deeper the deeper th- thing that's going on
2: and and I I don't know about how you how you two feel on this but and I totally get that some people try and show the other side of it in a sense of like body transformations and things like that but like me if I were to sit there and fold myself over to create like roles like that also doesn't help the fact of, especially the women that are overweight or the clients that I work with, me sitting there and doing that and portraying that also doesn't help the situation either. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, right, because like confident, confidence comes from the Latin word, federe, federe, if I butcher this, federe, federe, which, why am I rolling my eyes? It makes me sound more professional, right? Um, which, which means so to trust, in. right? Because also you've got on the flip side, is that we all know someone or or you've seen someone on like a program like Britain's Got Talent or The Voice, right? And they have the most incredible voice. They've probably got loads of proof from loads of people that have been like, your voice is amazing. You're incredible. But you put them up in front of a thousand people and their confidence has totally gone. So there's also, again, it comes back down to the the... That there's an argument that they don't trust, they still don't, even though there is proof, there's still a lack of trust in their ability to do and be who they are, what they say they are. Does that make sense as well? So I think Mm. actually, confidence does start from within because you do see people, even externally, who do have the social proof, who do have it racked up that they are a good singer, for example, in this thing. But when you put them on the big stage, they absolutely bottle because ultimately they're still inside. They don't trust that they are who they say they are. And as much proof as they've had, and as many people have said, you are an incredible singer, et cetera, et cetera, they're still struggling. But it ultimately comes, and confidence has to then come for really full circles. It has to come from within. It has to come to believe that ultimately what you're doing, who you are, what you say you are, who you want to be, what you want to do, you have to believe it yourself. Because if you don't believe it, no one else will believe it. Because ultimately people can tell you everything in the world and they can fill you up with social proof and fill you up with proof of like what you are and how good you are and who you are. But if you don't believe it yourself, you can't build confidence because confidence starts from within and it's believing and trusting that you can do what you say you're going to do or you be. And that's also something that I heard once on a podcast was about like happiness is when what you say, what you think and what you do are aligned people that aren't happy and don't have that passion for life is often because what they say, what they are, what they, they, what they say, think and do aren't aligned. And again, there's an argument that's what narcissism is right, is when some of these things, like, you know, people can think one thing and say one thing, but their actions are different, or they action one thing and they say one thing, but they're actually thinking something totally different. And so those three things don't align. So I think it's ultimately, you know, it's it's also working on, I think, your own inner beliefs about what you can achieve, who you are. And it does like, I think you said this earlier, didn't you, about like, your identity as well. Like, it's ultimately building that self-belief that identity of that you can lose weight you can make changes you can wear that dress that you can wear a dress still carrying the body fat you can still be confident this is why i think also body confidence does have a play like i'm i'm all for body confidence and being confident in the body that you are to lead a happy life right no one wants to be unconfident be shy and be hiding away when inside they're like really confident they want to meet people and stuff i'm all for that part of it i'm not really going to the other side of it because this is a whole different what kind of words that you'd open up but it ultimately always starts with you and i think that's the crucial part is that you can say as many affirmations in the mirror and things like that but it has to come from you with him truly believing it so i suppose this is where we kind of go to the the bit about well, how do we improve confidence? How do you improve your belief that you can achieve your weight loss goals, that you can wear that dress, that it is possible for you to get, so you can have the confidence in yourself in general, like your overall self-confidence, but also the confidence in that you can achieve weight loss, that you can achieve the goals, wear the dress, et cetera, et cetera. Let's kind of talk about how do we achieve this?
2: Um. Well, I actually... Drum
0: roll, please. I'm expecting big things here. <laughs>
2: I actually um, read that, that you know, there's that James Smith book about confidence.
0: Yeah, I've had it. Um, I still haven't read it. It's still sitting on my library. I will. Admit.
2: There was an interesting thing in it of like ways to like push yourself into growing in confidence. And it was like, because it's also that that term of like worrying about what other people think about you and uh, you have to kind of accept of who you are so you can like build on that confidence and not worry about what others think um and it was he it was a study of someone else that he said in the book that he had to do and essentially he went into a coffee shop and there was a massive queue behind him and he had to say to the to the barista can I have this coffee and can, can you give me 10% off? And then the the, it, the idea wasn't to get 10% off. The idea was to absolutely make himself look like an idiot, but for all those people and the barista and in that moment, that feeling of like, oh my God, but then you go up, you you move along, you get your coffee. The barista doesn't even care. The people behind you are back scrolling on their phone and they don't even care. And it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be like that hype of like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. And it wasn't as bad. So then you come away from that situation and you're like, Oh, okay, well that wasn't as bad. So there are other hard things that you can do that won't feel as bad in that after moment, if that makes sense to build that confidence.
0: So it's putting yourself in those, basically putting yourself in situations that make you feel uncomfortable to ultimately get the proof that what you think isn't always what you think, if that makes sense.
2: As bad as, yeah, as bad as what you thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think this is where, you know, this is where things like anxiety come. Like I I suffer with anxiety and it's it's ultimately because I care too much about what people think about you. I hate the fact that I think that someone out there might not like me. Someone doesn't really... um, like appreciate me or something like that do you see what i mean but ultimately it's just my internal beliefs and every social situation and thing i've gone to that i have been anxious about when i've got there it's never as bad as you thought it was and this is it i think it's ultimately about like you've got to like you've got to understand that like people are living their lives and they care so much more about themselves about you and you are you know confidence going into that like For me, it's like even just going into a coffee shop, sitting down on my own. The moment I step foot in that coffee shop, I'm on edge. I'm feeling anxious. I'm worried about who's looking at me. What am I wearing? Is there anything wrong with me? What are people thinking about me? That's how my head works. But also when you sit down and you actually take a moment, I've done this a few times and you look around and I've tested myself. I've recorded like stories in public before. Everyone's probably like, yeah, just get on with it. And you think, oh my God, people are going to want it. No one cares. No one cares what I ordered. No one cares where I'm sitting. No one cares what I wear. No one cares. Like you probably can't even think about people you, you walked past in the shop yesterday that maybe were doing something stupid unless you really think you're like, Oh yeah, that guy trapped up. You probably can't really remember what he looked like. You just remember some guy tripped up in the shop yesterday. He probably is still thinking about it today being like, how embarrassing was that? Like he's now probably going to be less confident going in the shop because he know he tripped up, but no one else is, no one else is thinking about it. And it ultimately yeah. is what you got to realize in the moment that you are the person that cares about you most. Other people don't really care. They get, they're too busy worrying about themselves to worry about what you're wearing, what you look like, what you're doing. And I think we get so, come up, so caught up. Me, personally, I'm awful at it. And actually, I have, that's what's got me better. It's really like, no one gives a shit about you, Ryan, unfortunately. Um, but it's a good thing, because it means that actually you can just do what you want say what you want and be who you want. Because at the end of the day, sounds really morbid here, but like at the end of the day, we're all going to end up in the same place And in a hundred years time, no one's going to remember who Ryan was. No one's going to remember what I did. No one's probably going to remember anything about us, right? People are going to own our houses. My belongings are probably going to be in the trash. So it's like, if you think about that, I'm like, you have all the reason to be confident because one day you won't be here. You have to just live life and just understand that like people are too selfish nowadays to worry about anyone else. They care about themselves more than anything. It was quite Mm. deep. Like, can
1: you even, if you think of all the holidays you've been in your life, can you think of one single person that has been around the pool that, like, yeah, what? They're, I, I can't even. You I can't, like, even I can't think about believe what,
0: this woman wore that bikini; like, she looked awful. No, yeah. you're too busy thinking. I'm too busy thinking about how hot I am and when the next margarita is coming. <laughs> yeah, or like you have. Don't get me wrong; like you have just like you said,
1: right? And this is perfectly what Amelia was saying about that. Um, that experiment is like in that moment. For the next maybe like three minutes, you might be like, I "Can't believe that guy is just." You might you might text someone and be like. Literally, some guy just asked for ten percent off randomly. 10%. But then, once that moment's passed, like fifteen minutes later, it's forgotten about. Like you're on to something like completely different. But like you said, for someone that then asked fifteen percent, got rejected, and I think this is that like, it goes back to the confidence, right? Of like, I think a lot of guys, um, a lot of guys, would think about this with uh, like chatting up women or like trying to get a woman's number. If she says no. I can guarantee that guy will think about that for the rest of the day of like that situation that's happened, how he's been rejected. But like for the girls, she's next. forgotten about five minutes later. And then for anyone in the shop, okay, probably again, didn't even remember like four minutes later. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like with my anxiety, right? Like, I've had to walk out of having a meal before because I thought I was gonna be sick. My anxiety just gone through the roof and then I'm embarrassed to go back in there. But I'm like, no one knows I was anxious. No one no one saw me like, thought I was going to be sick. No one paid any attention. And ultimately that with me would sit with me for like two days, three days, four days, a week more. I'd be like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I can't go back to that place. I can't show my face. And I'm like, people see so many people on a daily basis. No one cared. And I think that was also it in regards to like things like that, like anxiety, stuff like that. It's like the, the quicker you realize that like, people move on and there's so much going on in everyone's life that no one thought about how tight that bikini was on you. No one thought about that dress that you thought you looked frumpy in because nine times out of 10, people aren't paying attention as much as you think. And it's like, like you know, I am I'm I massively care too much about what I look like, right? And the amount of times that I've done my hair and I'm like, oh, does my hair look all right? And my boss like, yeah, it looks fine. It's like normal, and I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't align. Like I didn't. It didn't wax as well as as well as it usually does today. Right? Like, so like, annoying. Ryan, it's shut up. up. I literally <laughs> wouldn't have even noticed. But that's how easy it is. And then you go out being like, oh my god, my hair doesn't look as good. You see what I mean? It's like I have been in those places, and now I'm like, no one cares. Like no one cares if you go to the shop and you wear socks and sliders. I didn't do F- and I went there, and I was like, no one actually cares. Like no one's gonna go home. Oh my god, I saw a guy with socks and sliders. No one cares. Like, and I think that's the biggest thing, not in a bad way. With confidence is but just understand no one cares.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, just on the conference piece as well, like working with clients. This this is where I think you've got to be breaking it down to the person of what they're looking to achieve, right? So it's not like again, it's not a blanket statement. Like someone comes to you and says I want to improve improve my confidence. It's like, okay, cool. Like, what do you want to improve your confidence in? Like, because I guarantee you in your, your field of expertise and your work, you're very confident in that. So we don't need to improve your confidence in terms of like working. Like what do you want to improve your confidence in? Is it having control over your nutrition? Because again, we can absolutely do that. We can, we can start working on those things. Is it like you want to improve confidence um, in like the clothes you wear? Again, like We can certainly help with that in terms of, you know, there's, there's an element of truth to saying that maybe if you drop so much body fat you may feel more confident in the clothes that you wear 100 true at the end of the day just like ryan said it doesn't stop that thought process though of you being like oh my god like i've lost a load of weight what are they going to think of me like you still don't feel confident in the situation right yeah. so this is where just as ryan said like you've got to work on yourself like you've got to Work into that point of no one actually really cares like no one really really does care um but also breaking down to that person you know confidence does go so much deeper than this just one blanket statement of i want to be more confident like there's so many like it's like Mm -hmm. multifaceted like there's Mm -hmm. so many different elements to it
0: and i and i think it is hard right like it, it 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 I, I'm just going to throw myself under the bus here because I think it's important for people to realize it's real, right? For those of you that watch the podcast, you've heard me say it, but I once got dumped for being too skinny, right? And that made me so self-conscious about taking my top off. It was in year. I can literally tell you it was in year I can remember where I was standing on this camp. I can remember everything about it because it literally stuck. it stuck with me to now. That even now, and we've had this conversation, and even now, and even when I get like really lean. I'm still not comfortable taking my top off through fear of judgment still to this day. So it can, I think there can be a lot of like prior experiences that can almost knock your confidence, which I think that doesn't help because it can leave a, a seed that even now, even though, you know, you could put up a picture of you. And I I remember putting that picture up of me, like ripped when I did that in like 2018. And everyone was like, you look incredible. Like, you know, it was predominantly guys, actually, which is the weird, funny thing, isn't it? Predominantly like guy mates who are gym goers were like, mate, you look sick. And I was like, I thought I'd get way more female attention on this. But hey, <laughs> and, um, and, but you still don't, I still didn't feel I like was confident to take my top off all the time. It's really strange.
2: I think that's the interesting thing, though, like, even if going into a, a, a client, going into a journey if you think the the thing that's going to make you confident is the the fact you're going to lose all of that weight and that end goal, and you're going to be that, that's not the the case. Like Mm -hmm. there's still days where you, you could reach that fat loss goal, but you might not still be that confident and you have to do that inner work to also have that confidence. Yes, the weight loss may help 100%, but like, there's still going to be underlying issues if you don't fix them of confidence. And even throughout life, because there'll be things that get thrown at you where you do have to maybe go up and speak on stage or you do have to go and, I don't know, sit at a dinner table and meet someone and you will lack confidence at that thing. But then it's a new journey of of building that confidence.
1: Mm. Yeah, 100%. goes back to the unmeasured again, but you... You let's say, let's just use a pair of jeans. You don't feel confident in the public. You go around your parents' house, you feel confident in it. You're like, you, you couldn't care less because, again, there's no measure to it, is there? Like you, yeah. you know, in your head, you're like, my family know who I am, what I look like, what it is. It is, like that is is what it is. But then you go into a situation out of that. It's like, you've got all of this, just like, you've got the Ryan thoughts going on where you're like, were well, they looking at me? What are you doing? Mm. And then your mm. confidence is it's crippling. Is um isn't there?
0: Mm. So what about what about practical applications then? And obviously, the first thing we have said is like you've just got to do it right. The more that you kind of like you know, for example, that it's like the more that you take the the more that I took the top off and got in front of people and realized that no one looks at me being like oh my god like look, at no one cares, right? So put yourself in those uncomfortable situations to realize that no one cares, but also to build up proof that you know you can be confident and you can do what you say you do. What else will we kind of suggest in regards to like? clients in in their their journeys
2: I would also say possibly um using that that um example of like taking your top off as as an example is doing things as opposed to just like going to do that in an environment you do feel really uncomfortable with let's uh let's not use that example because I don't know that feeling but the example of like gym confidence like people struggle with that so like As opposed to you just walking into 7 pm, the busiest time that the gym is happening, and you're so, you like everything's just overwhelming, is like taking a step back. Yes, going into the gym, but going at a time that is maybe a little quieter, or maybe a Saturday morning, you can go into that gym, and then that will build on that confidence that one day you can walk into the gym at 7 pm when it's packed and you've Mm -hmm. built that confidence up. Because I'm sure like if you went to like, I know this is super random, but like if you went to Bali, Ryan, and took your top off in a gym in Bali, like no one would bat an eyelid because everyone's bloody doing it. Like, but Mm. if you do it in England in the winter months, everyone's going to be like.
0: What are you doing, mate? (laughs) What
2: are you doing? Do you (laughs) know what I mean? So it's like putting yourself in environments where. It's, it's that that builds that
0: confidence too. Yeah, yeah. Start small and build up. Don't throw yourself in the It's like, ultimately, if you're scared of spiders, don't go to the zoo and ask to hold a tarantula. It's like, actually, just get the little money spider that's hanging down from the tree in your garden, get used to that, and then build it up. So it's taking relevant steps to increase the confidence as you do it, right? So baby steps, basically, is what we're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And that's what I was just going to say, is just those... <clears throat> It's finding out what's the thing that you're not confident in and just starting small. Like, let's say, tracking your calories. If I obviously, and you've never tracked your calories before in your life, and all of a sudden I say, dive on my fitness pal and track every single thing, you're not going to have confidence in doing it. Like, you, you're going to feel like there's chances are you probably won't continue doing it because you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing here. I've screwed up. Yeah. It's like, just, you know, track one item of food. If you're going to the gym, like, maybe just walk into the gym for five minutes for your first session and sit on a bike. Yeah. the second session i go in and do something else it's i think it's it goes back to that quote doesn't it so you're just stacking stacking votes in your favor so you're stacking votes in your favor mm-hmm. of like you can do this you are the person that is confident at set task and yeah. then understand that there's going to be like there's going to be other areas in your life as well you've got to do the same thing you can build your build your confidence up into the gym, like you could walk into you could build up your confidence in any gym and walk in there, feel confident with the exercise, you know what you're doing, and you've got complete confidence over that. However, it doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden going to be confidence in every single er- area of your life. I'd argue that actually, like I-, I think fitness has a profound impact on like a lot of confidence, right? Is that like I-, I feel like in the fitness industry, whether it be through your nutrition or like actually physical exercise going into situations like that. It does like, it does cross into other areas of your life, but it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to be like the most confident person in the world at that set thing. So it's like, just understand, like you don't have, to, like a confidence isn't an identity, isn't just one set identity. It's not like one thing. It's like, you can get confidence in multiple areas and still be very, very unconfident in another area. Um, but what, work at the thing that you're trying to struggle with the most. And that's why I say when I onboard someone, and I see in their onboarding, they want to improve their confidence. I'm asking them in particular, like, what do you want to be more confident in? Like, what's the thing that's helping you with confidence? Because sometimes it's that conversation of what you said, Amelia, of like, let's say that like, I want to feel more confident in my own skin. And I'm going to be like, I'm just going to tell you through Imperial data and like my own personal journey, you know, we might lose some weight and you don't, you still feel exactly the same confidence as you do now. Like that's the God's honest truth because I don't want to sit here and lie to you and say, when we lose 30 pounds, you're going to be more confident and keep them in the programme until they lose 30 pounds. They're like, fuck Hayden, I don't feel any more confident. I, I literally, yes, I feel good in the clothes that I wear in comparison to what I used to, but I don't feel confident in them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's about understanding like, their own personal journey as well and um, helping them out through that and being honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and
2: And then following that, I would say it's, celebrating those little things that you do do so if you did go to the to the gym at that point and actually look back and i suppose that's why what i find helps my clients is if they come back and they say oh i i went to the gym today and for the first time and i took my t-shirt off and just wore my sports bra like we would celebrate that because that's a huge step forward in someone's journey so i would say like celebrating The things that you do do because then that will build that confidence to to go again and to Mm. to push yourself further yeah
0: yeah reinforcing the positives and i think in a weight loss journey it's so easy to reinforce the negatives rather than reinforce the positives and we're four times more likely to remember the bad things that happen than the good so exactly like what amelia said is reinforce the good things that you do celebrate the wins that are going to be building up your confidence because you're more likely to remember them and you're more likely to be able to use them as leverage and use them as fuel on the fire to build that confidence in yourself. Is there anything else in team before we wrap this up?
1: No, I think it was a good all rounded uh, discussion on on, nice. on confidence. It's good to see as well, like all three of us have had very different experiences with a lack of confidence all feeling confidence in different things. Um, so it's good to actually get like, other perspectives as well for people like i'm sure like the listeners listening back and they're like well i know i'm not confident in that thing and mm. maybe like amelia's story has resonated with you or like you've you've gained an extra tip to it so I think it's been a, a good podcast very very good
0: yeah. no,
2: well it's been a pleasure you.
0: amelia is there any closing words a closing statement
2: um any words
0: of wisdom motivation or is, what do we do with charlie is that a motivational quote what's like your motivational quote or inspo just like words same. of wisdom
2: words well, of wisdom words it's, of wisdom I think just I think as well just just start like with w- when it comes to confidence if you're worried about something switch that mindset of like I can do something stop going in with it of like, oh, I won't be able to do that. I can't do that mm. like switch that mindset to begin with and and just start yeah. Just started. start. Yeah. That's Just it. Start. Just
0: start. Just get started. Love it. Well, started. look, it's been yeah. a pleasure having you on. Thank you for joining Me- us on the podcast. Thank Hayden, you so much. Always a pleasure. Never at all, my man. Always. And uh remember, guys, if you like this podcast, give it a like, drop a little subscribe. Where you can we like find Amelia? And you don't want to subscribe, yeah. Uh don't do that. And where can we find you, Amelia? And what can people do if they want to kind of like seek your support or or interested in kind of hearing more about what you do?
2: Uh, so you can find me on Instagram uh, Amelia Lang Lang's a funny one it's spelled L-A-Y-N-G um, if you ever need any fat loss help confident advice then help them
0: there you go so if you want to kind of follow Amelia, drop her a follow Amelia Lang on Instagram um, and if you want any help drop her a DM inbox is always open and as always guys we will see you in the next episode but for now thanks for joining us and we'll speak soon speak soon Bye!